Why do we keep doing this show? Oh, we're gluttons. <laughs> okay. I mean, until we mention it, uh, the people listening online have no idea, right. except for, you know, the quiet after every joke. The <laughs> 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 Maybe right. just because we're not talented. Oh, that's not true. That's not the way it works. No. <laughs> we're the most talented. <laughs> we're, we're just waiting for audiences to catch up to us. We're here for the art. We're not like all those other comics we saw this evening with their hacky... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Audiences. <laughs> <laughs> they're a hacky audience. Such yeah. hacks with people with showing up to Just see sellouts. Yeah. I mean, actual legitimate sellouts. Doing comedy like for sellout people. shows. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to start. Are you waiting on me? Uh, sort of. I mean, does your, does your mic work? All right. There we go. There it is. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience <laughs> in a show called... <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. Stab! 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 Yes, Stab. Stab, that's the name of this show. Uh, well, welcome to Stab, everyone. Here at uh, 1414 16th Street, <laughs> Luna's Cafe. I might as well. We'll do it from, no. We're at 1710 Broadway. That's where you are, because you're not here. Stab. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out, all of you. Uh, I'm talking to you, people on stage. Yeah. We didn't even have all the contestants show up tonight, so... Uh, are you ready to meet your contestants? <laughs> Nick McGavern! Yeah. Nick McGavern, yeah. Woo. Ruby Setnick. Yeah. Court Hansen. Jesse Jones. I'm your host, John Morris The Rock. John Morris The Ross The Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Nick, I'm not going to mention your last name or how to pronounce it or anything this time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ruby? Yeah. Is it your second time? Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Court? Hi. Are you, are you feeling better? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesse? Yeah. PB&J or JP&B? What is JP? You'll never know. Oh. Let's play a step. Jelly. Je so, so is it like jelly, peanuts, and butter? That's a, yes. that's a whole yeah. different spin on the thing. Jelly. Like, jelly. Like beans. whole peanuts and butter. Oh. Jelly. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's start. Uh, this, this, the name of this show is called Stab. The name of this uh, segment is called Reorganization. It's our first of five segments tonight that we have to get through. Um, people, uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Uh, what does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? And recognition, recognition, recognition of today being November 16th, uh, National Fast Food Day. Today's acronym is KFC A and W. KFC A and W. Nick. Also, on what thirty minutes notice that you're going to be on this show? A couple hours. Okay, a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, what does KFC <laughs> A&W mean to you? All right, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a student of the Bible. Uh, <laughs> I'm always learning important lessons from there, but I think uh, sometimes the popular interpretation of the Bible stories gets it wrong. So take the story of Cain and Abel, for instance. A lot of people would say Cain is the bad guy there, not me, okay? I say... KFC, A.W. <laughs> Kane is fucking cool. Abel is the worst. <laughs> I mean, can you really blame Kane for murdering his bitch-made farmer brother? <laughs> if someone kept embarrassing me by one-upping my sacrifices to the most beautiful and gracious Lord, then I'd do the same thing. <laughs> And you can tell God agrees with me because the only punishment he gave Cain was to mark him with a badass signature tattoo. <laughs> I mean, does it come with a motorcycle? Sign me up. <laughs> Fuck Abel. <laughs> very good. Nick, very good. We got 37 minutes notice. Very good, very good. Ruby. Yeah. Beat that. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just... KFC, A&W, what does that mean to you? Yeah, so uh, obviously, kindergartner fight club, ask and receive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you, know, you know what the problem with children is? Yes. They don't, <laughs> they don't fight to the death enough. <laughs> As you know, I am 30 and also a kindergarten teacher and also I hate my mother. <laughs> While my teaching methods are the only in America that have a death toll, they, hey, they produce results. Uh, through my innovative curriculum, kindergartners learn everything they need to know. A five-year-old and another five-year-old are fighting to the death. How many five-year-olds are fighting to the death? <laughs> Two, boom, math. <laughs> One of the five-year-olds insults the, other, the other's fashion choices. Overalls, really, bitch? <laughs> so as to distract him and gain the upper hand. Boom, psychology. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Isn't it incredibly wrong to have a fight club for kindergartners? Boom, philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> kin, kin, kindergartner fight club. Possibly the worst direction I could have gone with this. Thank you. <laughs> Very good, Ruby Zetnick. Just a kindergartner herself, just seven years ago. All right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm 12 and a half, so. <laughs> All right. Um, Court, what does KFC A&W mean to you? Koreans fighting Chinese assassins. <laughs> and winning. <laughs> We know that since Spike TV went off the air, there's been a monster energy drink-sized hole in your stomach. Well, we are here to fill your hole with Asian-on-Asian -Asian action with the Paramount Network's newest channel, KFC A&W. It's a 24-7 onslaught of violence between Korean and Chinese assassins. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> like... All right, we don't have to. Right, I'm sorry, I just ruined your. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's because my Asian girlfriend. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Was so each offended. season, each season, we give two teams limitless resources (parentheses) bricks, long swords, trebuchets, etc. 
and let the cameras roll while these agents of death and chaos battle it out for the ultimate prize. <laughs> One lucky warrior will bring home the golden bucket of warm blood. <laughs> very, very good, very good, very good. Sorry for interrupting that in the middle. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, in- interrupting the Korean and Chinese fight with Japanese, Japanese music. music. Yeah, yeah. for my it. Filipino girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> just covering all the islands. I just, re- <laughs> I just realized there's no need for us to be facing the audience. We could actually face <laughs> yeah. each other. It's just what tradition. Is this? Okay, tradition. Ancient tradition. <laughs> all right. Um, Jesse's your yep. name. KFC A and W. What does that mean? Happy holidays, John. <laughs> And when I shout happy holidays in your stupid, formerly Christian face, just know that it is more than merely a non-denominational, seasonal, neutral greeting, John. Know that it is the very battle cry of me and my kind. We who wage the invisible war, never stopping, never yielding. You experience it a scant six, week in, uh, six weeks of the year, but we, my brothers in, in arms and I, we do battle 24-7, 365, and 366 when called. <laughs> we are determined to KFC ANW until the last, John. We will keep fighting Christmas always and wherever. <laughs> The war on Christmas is real. I mean, why would a group of people just make up a war on Christmas just so they could fight a one-sided battle against something that wasn't actually being attacked as a thinly veiled excuse to steal the sanctimonious role of persecuted minority? That doesn't make sense, John. You don't make sense, John. I'm on the front lines of the war on Christmas every day fighting the good fight against Jesus Christmas and his fat-ass dad in the bright red suit. That's right! (laughs) Christians have been operating a false flag operation in regards to their own oppressed holiday, having long ago snuck their creator himself into the limelight, codenamed Santa Claus. It's Jesus' birthday, and he's called Father Christmas. John, do I have to paint you a fucking picture? (laughs) And, of course, the hill both sides have chosen to die on is the infamous cup battle. (laughs) For every cry their side makes about blank red cups, I have written as many letters to Starbucks headquarters anytime they make even a half step towards any form of Christmas iconography. (laughs) They had to change the snowflakes on the cup three times because the pattern on the flake looks too much like a North Star, a manger door, and a sack of myrrh, myrrh, respectively. (laughs) So go on. Complain that Thanksgiving has been swallowed whole by holly and cheer. Bitch about how even Halloween is beginning to feel the peppermint pinch. (laughs) But I'm out there. I'm doing something about it. You don't even know, man. I'm in the hot cocoa shit every winter. (laughs) And I will never stop. I will never quit. As long as there's breath in my body and Halloween spirit in my heart, I will keep fighting Christmas always and wherever. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Very good. Lots of fighting in those acronyms. Yes. Very good. Fighting in Jesus. Or Bible. (laughs) Whichever. That's right. This brings us to our second of five segments for the evening. Uh, 
I'm feeling better. I feel, feel good about yeah. the show now. That was yeah. good. Thanks, guys. We do it for us more than the audience. Thanks, people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good thing. <sighs> All right. Uh, this next segment's called the top three Google searches of... Uh, please compose the top three Google searches from the perspective of the following person or thing. Um, recently, a study came out which stated that uh, most raccoons are suspected of who are suspected of being rabid were really just super drunk from consuming fermented crab apples. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, let's hear the top three Google searches from the perspective of a drunk raccoon. Raccoon. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. We'll do the one at a time. Uh, Ranger Rick leaked nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby? Yeah. Um, I am a person. <laughs> Court? Garbage man plus feet sexy pics. <laughs> Very good. Jesse. And sort of culminating, uh, culminating Nick and Court's I can't get a possum pregnant, right? <laughs> Very good. Nick. Okay. Uh, is, is Zorro cultural appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> Why was the raccoon from Philly? Took me. <laughs> or Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Very good. Ruby. Um, what what does it mean if a female looks at you, looks away, moves sideways ten paces, seems to be chewing something, but you're not entirely sure, and will eat anything for food? And I love her. <laughs> Court. How garbage collection work in Indonesia? <laughs> Just. I don't know if I need to. Uh, reference the prompt or not, but we'll see. Uh, so my second from Drunk Raccoons, <laughs> Drunk on Fermented Crab Apples. <laughs> Angry Orchard Retailer Near Me. <laughs> crab apples. Or apples. Yeah. <laughs> apple cider. <laughs> Hard apple cider. And your third of three, Nick. Uh, likelihood of getting rabies with pull-out method? <laughs> Ruby? Tiny hands but big butt? Question mark. <laughs> mm. Does lady raccoons lay eggs? Just. <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking squirrel's address? You know the one, the floofy one. Don't fuck around with me, Google, and act like you don't know the fucking squirrel I'm talking about. I'm, I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Very good. That was the top three Google searches from the perspective of a drunk raccoon. Raccoon. Oh, man. This fucking name I'm going to have to pronounce. Okay. All right. Uh, this next segment is called uh, This Was Today Once. This is uh, this segment is basically a couple things that happen together and I ask you how <laughs> how it goes together in a celebrate celebratory way. Uh, Nick, <laughs> today is International Day for Tolerance. Did you know that? Okay. I do now. <laughs> I hope so. 
Also on this very date, 1995, Attorney General Janet Reno announces she has Parkinson's disease. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Okay, well, here's something I can't tolerate. How hard it is to find parking in Reno. And <laughs> I'm trying to go roll the dice at Circus Circus Reno or maybe tour the exhibits of the National Auto Museum. I got to spend an insane amount of time looking for a spot first. Biggest little city in the world? They should call it the biggest amount of time <laughs> uh, looking for a little parking space in the world. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> very good. Very good. He got his prompts like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's totally fine. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> Ruby Setnik. On this date, 1949, a Russian court sentences writer Fedor <laughs> Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yes. Dostoevsky. I'm so proud of myself now. Uh, all right. Sentence that guy to death for anti-government activities linked to a radical intellectual group. Uh, his sentence was later commuted to hard labor. Also on this very date, 1995, Queen Mother Elizabeth undergoes hip surgery. How did you celebrate these things all mixed up? Yeah, I, uh, I killed myself. <laughs> also... Also, yeah, I didn't see that prompt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that prompt. Okay, that's a good way to celebrate it. <laughs> All that Dostoevsky prep for yeah, now. yeah, for. And I was thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> why is why is he trying to say Dostoevsky? <laughs> that wasn't in the show. Is my that's turn <laughs> coming up? That's all right. We don't give minors as many uh, prompts. So you're fine. It's totally fine. All right. Well, you can't pronounce those words. Must be nice. All right. Uh, court. Court isn't uh, Hanson. Court Hanson. Uh, on this date, 1954, Australian lawyer and politician Dick Gross was born. <laughs> Also on this very date, 1965, Walt Disney launches the Epcot Center Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Uh, how did you celebrate these things all mixed up, Court? Well, everyone knows that Dick Gross is, quote, known for his enthusiastic style in highlighting important social and legal issues in the community. So what better place to celebrate his birthday than an experimental prototype community of tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> to honor Dick Gross's legacy, he's still alive, by the way, I swallow a handful of mystery pills while waiting in line for the park. By the time they hit me, I will have already forgotten about his February 2016 motion at council to request the government to allow illegal drug pill testing at entertainment venues in Port Phillip. <laughs> but that won't matter because I'll be tripping balls on Spaceship Earth daydreaming about the other initiatives that De Dick Gross has headed. Because at this point, I will have no understanding of who, where, or when I am. <laughs> I will wander over to the Australian section of the World Showcase. What? There's no Australian representation at Epcot? I don't care. I'm on pills, and I'm looking for love. <laughs> Specifically, I'm looking for love at one of the roughly 25 different locations proposed by Dick Gross for, quote, sex tolerance zones, where sex workers would not be arrested, including one near St. Kilda Park Primary School. 
I will probably be disappointed that Disney does not allow this kind of behavior in their parks, but I'm pretty sure that the crash test dummies on display in the waiting area for the hit attraction <laughs> test track were flirting with me. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Court Hanson. Very good. Jesse Jones, mm-hmm. on this date, 1983, American rapper Cool AD was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on this very date, 2012, Hostess brand reveals its plan to file for bankruptcy and liquidate its assets. That's a regional thing that happened. Right? Yeah. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, you see, Cool AD is actually in a, an officially licensed rapper. Uh, given use of the name from the Kraft Foods Company back in 05. It's not uncommon, really. The most famous case being another rapper whose identity still belongs to the Charles Schultz estate. Snoop Dogg. All right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like peppermint now. (laughs) So, uh, given the hostess brand's financial problems in 2012, they attempted to make some quick money licensing their product names for bands musical acts, novelty entertainers, and properties as part of their company's reorganization. For example, uh, Susie Q (laughs) is a new R&B sensation with such hits as Shake That Cake, I Got the Devil's Food in Me, (laughs) and Fill Your Mouth Up With Cream. Ding Dong and the Donuts <laughs> is a door-to-door doo-wop group. Oh <laughs> Ho-Ho's is naturally a chain of mid-range brothels up and down Nevada. <laughs> Twinkies is a new G-pop, short for gay pop. It's 2018. It's a real genre. Look it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, G-pop group. Uh, Twinkies is comprised of a constantly rotating collection of 18 to 19 and a half year old smooth, life young men with the voices and abs of an angel. Rolling Stone described their sound as so soft, fluffy, and sweet, they'll fill your mouth up with cream. (laughs) Chocodile has been optioned for a potential multi-picture movie franchise, sort of like Disney with Pirates of the Caribbean. Snowballs is an Eskimo porn star currently touring the Ho-Ho's locations throughout the fall and win- early winter. And finally, finally, there's a new chain of Zingers comedy clubs popping up across the country. Which reminds me, ladies and gentlemen and fruit pies, welcome to Stab Comedy Theater, a wholly owned subsidiary of Zingers comedy clubs. Stab and Zingers. Comedy so funny, it'll fill your mouth up with cream. <laughs> Why isn't this working? There we go. I laughed way too hard throughout the whole thing. Was, I, I At least somebody enter- did. I found it entertaining. That's <laughs> what'll keep us together, Jesse. This next segment, the fourth of five segments that we do for this specific show, uh, is called Write a Slam Poet Poem About It. Right? Don't write a slam poet about it. Don't Dear leave them on the <laughs> Please have written a slam poem in regards to the following things. But, but now we've got a new segment of writing <laughs> write a letter a to a slam poet. poet. <laughs> Dear slam poet. Okay. 
<laughs> that just seems condescending to write yeah. to a slam poet. Because <laughs> 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 nobody writes to them. <laughs> well, no, just it's like <laughs> clapping back at a slam poet in their in their same cadence. That that just seems <laughs> disrespectful. That seems rude. <laughs> <it>? Yeah, <laughs> they're people. <laughs> slam poetry is what they do. It's not who they are. <laughs> I beg to differ. Have you well, ever met us? No, you you're probably, you're probably more yeah. accurate. Yeah, than yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Nick. <laughs> That's your name. I'm looking at a different name right here. Uh, please have written a slam poem about Christmas trees. Christmas okay. trees. So I should preface this by saying that I really did intend to write a funny, nice poem about Christmas trees. <laughs> Um, but I think the spirit of slam poetry sort of took hold of me and <laughs> took me in a very sad direction. So, all right. Bright lights. So nice. I know that the big red man will make everything just right. He'll drop down the chimney. He'll take me by the hand and whisk me away to his Christmas land. <laughs> it has to happen. I know that he's real. He'll give me a ride in his reindeer-powered automobile. <laughs> I'm not just a sad, lonely man. That can't be the truth. Santa is my friend, and I'll get the proof. Because if Santa stands me up again tonight, I'll just make a noose out of Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. I just... <laughs> Realized Dr. Seuss was a slam poet. <laughs> All right. Ruby. Yeah. Let's hear a slam poem about beef logs. Yep. Beef logs. Beef logs. What the hell is a beef log? I angrily Googled at 4 18 p.m. today. <laughs> right after angrily Googling words that begin with K that are not kangaroo. <laughs> Ironically, making my search history look like a lot like that of a drunk raccoon. <laughs> and forcing me to consider every life choice I've made that got me here, but seriously, owed to a beef log. Beefity beef. <laughs> beef, beef, logity, beef log. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> and now, a list of things that remind me of a beef log. Every male comedian. <laughs> and now, <laughs> a list of things that make me feel like the human equivalent of a beef log. Every time I fall down, just standing there. <laughs> Tan pants. <laughs> when I go balls deep in your mom, gestures to Nick McGavern. <laughs> Okay, when I point at you, please say beef log. And now a list of phrases that should on no account ever include the sentiment. Beef log. You know what I found in my sweater today? Beef log. It's Ms. Beef log. To you, sir. Is that a? Beef log. Or a human child? <laughs> Beefity beef. <laughs> Loggity log. Dad, thank you. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Court Hansen. Uh, 
Please, let's hear a, uh, a slam poem about the periodic table of elements. Limbic nof na Mug Alsips Clark. Kaskati VCR, mmm. Fekunduzin gaga asiburker. Rib, sir. Why, sir, nubmat raru. Ped ag could incenteptel. Zesses balas. Perned pumsum. You good? Tib duho. Er tim libu. Hiftwara. Ospirript au hig. Tulpib by poet urn. Fra akpatha oo. Very good. All the science nerds will get it. <laughs> Oh, just, just just so I know that you just you basically just read left to right the periodic table. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. yeah. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Dude. I was this close to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, because <laughs> oh, it sounds foreign. It sounds Filipino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dirty foreign tongue. It did sound German. For, at first, I was like, "Is he talking backwards?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> it's too uh. young to have a stroke, Jesse. Jesse Jones. Not if you live as hard as a court hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they'll start calling people with strokes when they're young, or young people. <laughs> He's got court hands. <laughs> he court. lived his life to the court handsomest. <laughs> <laughs> they'll do court handsome challenges where. <laughs> Cook toast. I don't know. That's, that'll be the challenge. That's okay. not a challenge. All right. Jesse, yeah. slam poem about business cards. <laughs> yeah. Um, and since Danielle Mandela couldn't be here, uh, I'm doing it in, the, in her favorite style, the, uh, the found uh, poem. It's <laughs> not a very good snap. Hold on. Nope, that's not a good one. All right, that's good enough. I, there it is. There, okay, hold on. I just, I've had some good snaps. All right. <laughs> Not very good either. You can, can use mine. There, I had some, there, I can. All right. Is this the poem? <laughs> it's just, like, clammy, I guess. Are you having a court, Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't snap with my left hand, so something's clearly... God damn it. Oh, right, there it is. There, there it is. There it is. All right. Is that a gram? New card. What do you think? Very nice. Good coloring. That's bone. Lettering something called silly and rain. That's nothing. I'm such a good snapper normally. Look at this. Eggshell. Romalian type. Really super. But wait. Somebody wants some... There we are. 
<laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Raised lettering, pale, nimbus, white. Impressive, very nice. Let's see Paul Allen's card. <laughs> Look at that subtle, off-white coloring. The tasteful thickness of it. Oh my God. It even has a watermark. <laughs> That's Very it. good, Jesse Jones. Just, yeah. It's good. It, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's. It was a cop out. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was a good yeah. one. I liked it. Where as long as anybody it? recognizes it, I don't care. What was it from? Well, clearly nobody recognizes it. Spell, spell it out. That was that was just the the business card scene in American Psycho. <laughs> oh, okay. God damn it! <laughs> this brings us to the final part of the show, uh, the final segment called Dating Profiles from the fictional and or non-fictional. Please compose a dating profile from the perspective of the following. Nick, I'm actually glad you're filling this in. This is gonna be good. Uh, let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of teenager you. You as a teenager. Hey, <laughs> I'm assuming you clicked on this profile because you were drawn in by my cool brooding expression. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that if I spent enough time sulking around that eventually someone would interpret it as cool and mysterious instead of autistic. <laughs> I will take you on a date to an indie movie. <laughs> I will smell like dried cum. <laughs> you will ghost me. <laughs> I will use that as further fuel to the tragic narrative that I build about myself in my own head. <laughs> I always win, baby. Anything that happens to me, I can turn it into further justification to be a solid jerk. There's no stopping me. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That sounded more like slam poetry, actually. <laughs> that was very, that's very good. Angry white guy equals. <laughs> All right, very good. Very good. Ruby, uh, let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of an entire improv troupe. <laughs> I like improv, by the way. I'm not yeah. shitting on it at all. Just... <laughs> it's real good. Do you... <laughs> All of it. Are you done? Yep, I'm done. <laughs> Did you love theater kids in high school but worried they weren't obnoxious enough? <laughs> uh, do you enjoy having every conversation start with, dude, you got to listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. Uh, well, hi there, m'lady. <laughs> boop, just booped your nose. <laughs> Date us, an entire improv troupe. <laughs> We all have unique and wonderful personalities as long as you count being loud as a personality. <laughs> okay, five reasons you want to suck my dick. <laughs> Go. First thing that comes to your mind. First thing that comes to your mind. Doesn't matter. Don't think. Don't think. Just suck it. <laughs> Say yes and to my... There it is. That was impressive. Thank you. Okay, uh, Court. Hi. Let's hear your dating profile from the perspective of uh, the norovirus. You are the noro, aren't you? 
Norovirus. My self-summary. Cosmopolitan citizen of the world. I make myself at home on cruise ships, classrooms, and other crowded spaces. I am passionate about people's intestines, vomit, and diarrhea. Born and raised in Norwalk, Ohio, location of the first outbreak. Look it up. (laughs) I'm a fun and geeky way to lose a few pounds and disgust your family and friends as liquid spew from every hole on your body. (laughs) What I'm doing with my life. Just living, loving, learning, and of course, making you vomit frequently. I take pride in bringing families together at the holidays by finding a nice cozy spot in their drinking water. I'm really good at mental math, making you vomit, (laughs) picking the right movie for a first date, winky face, making you vomit on a first date, pukey face, and jazz flute. (laughs) Very good. Court Hansen, the norovirus. Jesse Jones, in this show, uh, we want to hear the dating profile from the perspective of, I don't know if you guys knew this, uh, Carrie Underwood's pregnant. Carrie Underwood is pregnant. Uh, Let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of her unborn baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, User, Lil Soapbox 18, (laughs) age negative several weeks, smokes not anymore, drinks all of my life giving nutrients. My self-summary. Face front, true believers. That's right, it's me, Stan Lee, reincarnated. (laughs) Turns out the soul isn't a part of the package until a little later on in the deal. And fair or not, newly arrived celebrities get moved right to the front of the line. (laughs) I couldn't uh, come up with a good Stan Lee impression, so I I decided to save us all from that. Uh, What I'm doing with my life, gestating mostly. And wondering how the talent and drive that propelled me through my last life as a writer of stories will possibly be translated as the child of a country music star and a former professional hockey player. Wow, we throw in a burst of x-rays or a, a something radioactive and I can think of a wham-bang wizard of a character with that kind of backstory. <laughs> it would have been better with a voice. I'm really good. <laughs> I'm really good at funny thing. Roy Clark showed up here right after me. <laughs> and a lot, of thought of, a lot of people thought it would make more sense if he got this vessel for obvious reasons. So being a sport, I Indian wrestled Roy for it and won fair and square. Besting my distinguished competition and winning this ride back to the physical plane. Six things I can never do without. Embryonic fluid. Shameless self-promotion. My amniotic sack. Brown-tinted aviators. <laughs> my apparently immortal soul. And of course, a, cacophony, a cacophonous collection of amazing, astonishing, astounding adjectives. <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about hoping they name me something alliterative. You know, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, Matt Murdock. <laughs> I just love that stuff. <laughs> Most private thing I'm willing to admit. Here goes. I plowed Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko's wives. <laughs> there, I said it. What's it matter? I'm dead now, and confession's good for the soul. <laughs> Thwip. Covered them in my own sticky fluid. 
<laughs> Didn't come out of my wrists either. Swip. That's for sure. Swip. Swip. It's this. It's look. Have you ever read a comic book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's like your old pal Stan always said: "Whosoever holds Stan's hammer, if she be worthy, shall wake up in the morning sore." <laughs> Enough said. You should message me if you're an omniscient, all-powerful being I could maybe chat a little bit with so that I can run by you my bit about how with great power comes something. I just... Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, I just had it. Oh, boy. Sounds like old Stan's getting ready to be born again. Starting to lose my old self, replaced by the new me. The Skatin' Songbird. Oh, there it is! My last character creation. That's the old magic one last time. Attaboy, Stan. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> uh, don't you step on my fucking punchline. <laughs> Literally like ten words away, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I'll see you on the other side. But you won't see me excelsior. <laughs> that is damn. One more time for all the readers you saw this evening. Nick McGavern, Ruby Setnick, Court Hansen, and Jesse Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs, uh, go to one of our online uh, resources. Uh, Spotify. Uh, remember, uh, play Clask by Crocs. <laughs> come, come see the show. <laughs> Bye.